0: Our Wednesday study group is currently enjoying uh, Barbara Brown Taylor's book, An Altar in the World. It's a book about spiritual practices, but contrary to what one might expect, she doesn't talk about the traditional practices of prayer and reading scripture and attending worship. Instead, she talks about things like the practice of wearing skin, the practice of getting lost, and the practice of paying attention. If you want to know more, come on Wednesday afternoon. (laughs) Have you ever thought of paying attention as a spiritual practice? I mean, it's certainly a necessary practice. We need to pay attention when we drive a car, when we are listening to a doctor or a sermon, when we are crossing a street. (laughs) But we usually don't think of paying attention as spiritual, as something that brings us closer to God. Barbara does something interesting in this book. She equates paying attention with reverence, with the recognition of something greater than ourselves, something that awakens awe in us. She notes that though reverence is difficult to define, you know when you feel it. You know it. When we feel reverence, we stop in our tracks, and for a moment, everything looks and feels different. For a moment, we have a sense. Of the Holy. Now obviously reverence can only take place when we are paying attention, so how do we cultivate that practice? Well, and the only way to cultivate a spiritual practice is to practice it, and so Barbara suggests that the easiest way to begin is to pay attention to nature, to the sky, to flowers, to trees, to the ocean. Now Some of you might be thinking, oh, I don't need to practice that. I do it all the time. And, yeah, most of us do. You know, we notice, oh, that's a really pretty flower. When we go to the ocean, we're watching the waves. But I know that when I'm on my phone talking with my sister or my daughter and I'm taking a walk, I don't notice anything. I'm so focused on my conversation that I could walk by the most gorgeous flowers and not pay them any mind at all. And, yes, I know that's not the safest way to walk. (laughs) I don't pay attention to nature, and that's true when I drive. I'm focused on the road. I want to get where I'm going, and I don't pay attention to what may be alongside the road, the trees, or mountains in the distance. So Barbara suggests that instead of walking, we sit down outside somewhere and give our attention to everything around us for at least 20 minutes. 20 minutes just sitting there looking at stones, at pebbles, at grass, at trees, at plants, at bugs and birds flying by, at the clouds in the sky, and if you're sitting near some water, at the water. You know, I I don't know if you can imagine spending that much time, but I actually recommend it. In my experience, the more you pay attention, the more you look, and the more you listen, The more aware you become of God's creation, of the earth that we call home, and the creatures that share that home with us. It can be quite a prayerful experience, and I think it's a great way to practice reverence. Barbara does note, however, that reverence for nature comes more easily to us than reverence for other people. She writes, Particular human beings rarely do things the way I think they should do them, and when they prevent me from doing the things I think I should be doing, then I can run short on reverence for them. I think we all know what that's like. Yeah, right? The guy who refuses to let us in the traffic on the freeway, the server who's too busy chatting with another person to bring us our bill, the grocery bagger who puts my peaches on the bottom of the bag... These human beings get our attention all right, but it's usually not one that inspires reverence. So when this happens to her, Barbara writes, one remedy for my condition is to pay attention to the people who are annoying me when I can, even when they are in my way. Just for a moment, I look for the human being instead of the obstacle. So she describes an encounter with a bag boy who's mishandling her portobello mushrooms and, yes, putting them on the bottom of the bag. She says, he is, what, 16 years old with such a bad case of acne that it has to hurt when he lays his face on his pillow at night. His fingernails are bitten to the quick. He's working so hard to impress the pretty young cashier that it is no wonder he does not see me. But I see him. And for just a moment, he is more than the bag boy. He's a kid with his own demons, his own bad skin and and budding lusts. I do not want too much attention about any of this, but I can at least let him be more than a bit player in my drama. I pay attention to him, and the fist in my chest lets go. Heavy stuff on the bottom, I say, so that the kid looks at me. Take it easy on my mushrooms, okay? He cocks his head, grins. These things are mushrooms, he says, hauling them out of the bottom of the bag. I wouldn't eat one of those on a bet. Just a brief encounter, but for a moment, for a moment, this wasn't just an annoying bagger putting the wrong things on the bottom. This was a person. Someone was beloved in God's eyes. Practicing paying attention, Practicing reverence slows us down and encourages us to see others with new eyes. It's so easy to forget that the people we encounter are dealing with stuff and trying to do the best they can just like we are. It's so easy to forget that each one is a child of God who carries the divine spark of life and light within them if only we have eyes to see. All Saints Day... Gives us the opportunity to practice paying attention. As I told the children, we often think of saints as people who have extraordinary faith or who are exceptionally good. But when you think about it, you realize that the people who Jesus chose to be his disciples were ordinary folks who often struggled with their faith and who were not always kind or helpful. Likewise, the people who joined the churches that the Apostle Paul founded were often stubborn and contentious and didn't listen, and yet Paul names them saints in his letters. In truth, the Bible is filled with ordinary the stories of ordinary people whom God chose, flaws and all, to carry out God's mission in the world and who let the light shine through them. Today we are lifting up some of those ordinary saints, if you will. I invite you to look at the insert in your bulletin and and just look at the names. We're not going to do this right now, but I just want you to take a look at the names. Though we may not know most of those names, I know I don't know many of them, each person on this list touched and blessed the life of the person who submitted that name. Each one made a difference in another person's life, maybe in many people's lives. Each one in some way let the light shine through. Each one was a saint in his or her own way. Here's the thing. Those of us who put the names on this list knew these people. We paid attention to them. We saw the light shining through them and that's why we wanted to honor them today. But we don't have to know someone well to do that. If we really look, we can catch glimmers of light in every person we meet. Indeed, if we pay attention, we will see ordinary saints every day. What's more, we can encourage those little glimmers of light to grow. How? By saying thank you and meaning it. By commenting on a job well done by taking the time to listen, by lending a helping hand, by looking another person in the eye and sincerely asking how they are doing, not just the how are you that we usually say, by treating people we encounter, whoever they might be, with reverence, recognizing that they are saints in the making, as are each of us. Maybe not all the time, maybe not in every situation, but each of us can and does let God's light shine through us. We too are ordinary saints, not in the sense that we're average or dull or mundane, but in the sense that every day, every ordinary day, we are given the opportunity to encourage, to support, to seek justice, to strive for peace, to love, and to pay attention to give reverence to those around us. The saints whose names we are about to read were not perfect, and neither are we. Yet God uses ordinary people like you and like I to share God's love and grace. You are the light of the world. Let your light so shine before others that they may see your good works and give glory to your Father in heaven. May it be so. Amen.